Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. I took an extra sip of coffee there because it's, it's not just one of you. More than one of you want to hear a little bit more of the music before I start talking, and that's understandable. It's a good song. Anyway, I wanted to just ask, if you have not considered doing so already, please consider becoming a Fight, Laugh, Feast Network Club member. Use the show code ROBLES. That's R-O-B-L-E-S. Use the show code ROBLES. That's R-O-B-L-E-S. This is the content you want to support. We are unauthorized unapproved we are the exact opposite of the guild and, and and let's just be honest like big eva the guild gospel coalition erlc they're trying to do the same thing that we do except they're doing it from a very different ideology they're doing it from a more liberal progressive side of evangelicalism and you know they they like to they like to criticize the what we do and then discernment is a discernment blog and stuff like they're doing discernment too i saw Rhett koppel say that of course they're doing discernment they're just doing it for the liberals and so um, if you want unapproved, the content that the culture does not approve of in any way, does not support in any way, in fact, wants to cancel us at every step of the way, please consider supporting this network. We want to continue making this content, and we've got plans in place for when the, the great purge comes and we're all censored and stuff like that. And so please uh, consider becoming a, a, a member and helping us continue to produce this content. Use the show code ROBLES, R-O-B-L-E-S. Now... What I wanted to talk about today is about the the scammier elements of Big Eva. You might not know this about me, but uh, one of the things I love doing on YouTube uh, the most is watching videos about various scams. Pyramid schemes, Ponzi schemes, all kinds of stuff like that. Even the big ones and also the smaller ones. You know, I, I love content like that. I also really enjoy the stuff about like the entrepreneur type things, like the people that that sell uh, courses about how to be a millionaire online and stuff like that and 90 days and all that kind of stuff, Forex trading. There's a, there's a lot of scammier elements of all of these things online, and I, I love watching deep dives on that kind of stuff. I also, weirdly, uh, actually will like watching their presentations as well, like the scammers themselves, the ones that want you to invest in the Ponzi scheme or, or want you to sign up for their scammy course and stuff like that. I actually watch their presentations, and I like to dissect how they pitch it and stuff like that. I don't know why. I just get a lot of pleasure out of watching that kind of stuff, and um, I learn a lot, too, because you can start to see patterns and similarities in the way that you know Ponzi scheme people sell their stuff and a lot of the scams and, and I think, underhanded tactics that Big Eva uses. And so uh, it's very interesting. I recommend that kind of stuff. I also watch, like, Kit Boga and stuff where it's just, like, all a big joke. I like that as well, but... Um, Scams are always very fascinating to me, very, very fascinating to me. And it's funny because I know that certain things are scams, but I can even start to get the logic myself where it's like, oh, that's actually kind of tempting. That's interesting. Depending on my mood, depending on uh, what's going on in the world and stuff like that, it's so amazing because I know I'm watching a scam video and I'll be like, oh, that, that could work, you know, stuff like that. It, it's like it, even if you know you're being lied to, sometimes the propaganda is still very, very powerful. So you got to watch out for that kind of stuff. And I, I noticed this the other day on Reform Jellical where I, I was talking to Matt and I know that I'm being lied to by the media constantly, but eventually it wears you down. Like you get lied to so much 
and it just wears you down, and eventually you start feeling the way they want you to feel, even knowing that's that's what they want you to do. Like this kind of stuff, propaganda is a very, very effective tool. And so you have to constantly be vigilant about that kind of stuff. One of this, one of the reasons why reading the Word and 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 being amongst Christian friends is so important because they can help ground you back in the Word, and that's what's so important because the Word is truth. You know what I mean? And that the way to combat propaganda is to be steeped in the truth. You want to be seeing the world, hopefully, the way God sees the world, and the way God reveals the world, not the way the propagandist wants you to see the world. And so, anyway. All that to say, I want to talk about a couple different scams, I think, that are being run by Big Eva right now. And one of them I started thinking about, excuse me, because of this article by Michael Horton on the cult of Christian Trumpism. Now, I'm not going to dissect this article. It's just not worth it to me. But I do want to talk about why he wrote the article and why it's such an effective tool, but why it's wrong ultimately. And I think that's really what the value of this article really is. You see, what Michael Horton is attempting to do is he's attempting to take um, a a scare word, like a weasel word, essentially. I I was just talking to someone on Twitter about this. Trumpism, right? Trumpism. And so someone asked me, how do you define Trumpism? And here's what I said. I said, Trumpism is... Uh, is, is is essentially an ideology where Trump is like the ultimate truth. Trump is actually worshipped. You 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 defer to Trump more than anything. So you worship Trump. You start to speak of Trump as if he's the Messiah. You start to do that kind of stuff. And any Christian would reject that outright, of course. But my take is that that though that's how Trumpism is defined, how Trumpism is applied is very different. Basically, anyone who supports Trump, anyone who likes Trump more than you like Trump, anyone who denies that he has some of the f- faults and flaws that you say he has is a Trumpist. They have to be. Otherwise, they would agree completely with you and your analysis of Trump. That's how it gets applied, and so that's very sticky because what ends up happening is someone who just voted for Trump becomes a Trumpist, and you're like, well, how, how is that a tr- – I, I support Trump. I think he was a pretty good president. I didn't think he was as bad as you said he was. How does that mean I worship him? And then what they'll do is they'll point to this kind of an article by Michael Horton where he describes the crazier elements – of people who support Trump, people who sets up set up shrines to Trump, people who say Trump is the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, people who use Bible verses about God and make it about Trump. Like there are some people like that. But my take is that that's a very small minority of people. That's a handful of people. And what Michael Horton is attempting to do here is make that represent a large amount of people. Uh, and, 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 and even connect it to people that just supported Trump. That's what's actually happening here in an article like this. Now, here's the thing, though, because, because this is actually not necessarily always an inappropriate thing to do because I've actually done this very thing. In other words, I've tweeted out the crazier elements. Hey, buddy, hold on one second. Let me talk to my son here. Sorry about that. My son, <laughs> he came in, he said he wanted to ask me something, but then he had forgotten what he wanted to ask me. I think the lights might have intimidated him. Anyway, um, but you might say, so So you do the same thing, right, AD? You've done the same thing. In fact, you did it very recently. And so, you, you, you know, I'll give you an example. So I'm talking about people deifying the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine. 
And you say, see, you know, you did the same thing, and you know, people don't really deify it. There are some, there are some people like that, like uh, Sir Ian McKellen. You know, today he said that he got the shot and he felt euphoric after he got the shot, a feeling of euphoria from a vaccine shot. You know, most people just feel uncomfortable because they just got a shot, but he was feeling euphoric. And it's like, well, that's that's not the that's not the that's not how most people react, right? Like, so you're doing the same thing. You're taking the zanier elements of of a belief system and you're making it uh, match up with the whole. But you see, this is the problem that we have because I can point to you right now a dozen examples of big evil leaders not using the same language as Sir Ian McKellen. Like, they're not saying that they're euphoric about getting the shot, but talking about the shot in an idolatrous and blasphemous kind of way, actually replacing Christ and the advent of Christ with the advent of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine. Like, I can find you mainstream people that are doing exactly the same thing. They're, maybe they're not going as crazy as Sir Ian McKellen. Maybe they're not saying this, as crazy things as that doctor who said, I'm just going to listen to Fauci. Maybe they're not going all out like that. But it's a matter of degree, not a matter of kind. So in other words, I can find Duke Kwan, Dan Darling, uh, Herschel York. These are major players talking about the vaccine in an idolatrous, blasphemous way. That's not different in, in kind to Ian McKellen, maybe just in degree. Maybe they're not going as far as in Sir Ian McKellen, but even what they are doing is wrong and blasphemous and idolatrous and, and I think wicked. And so... That's what I do. I'll use the crazier elements to shine a light on something that mainstream people are doing. Maybe not as bad, but it's the same problem. It's the same sin. That's very different than what happens with Michael Horton here, because I can say something like this. I think Trump was a really good president. In fact, I think he was the best president in my lifetime. I don't believe the stories about how bad Trump is, that he's a racist, uh, egotistical Zionist, uh, not Zionist, uh, um, what's it called when you're... um, Oh, man, what's it called? Xenophobic. That's the one. Xenophobic, blah, 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 blah. I don't believe that kind of stuff. I don't believe the, the, the stories about him colluding with Russia. So I don't think he was as bad as you think he is. And you, you're going to say, well, you're a Trumpist, just like these people who worship Trump. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's actually completely different because all, all I'm saying, I'm not replacing Trump in Bible verses or I'm not calling Trump's uh, election the advent of Christ I'm not doing those kinds of things that you're doing with the vaccine. So in other words, it's a different kind. All I'm saying is I support Trump. All I'm saying is I don't think Trump was as bad as you think he is. I've not done anything that attempts to replace him or even almost talk about him as if he's the Messiah, as if he's something uh, that he's not. Uh, It just doesn't happen that way in general with mainstream evangelical leaders. And that's the difference. You see, Michael Horton is is running a scam where he's saying, well, these are two sides of the same vile coin. No, they're not. We can even see the same thing with the Black Lives Matter stuff. Like I can show you videos of people, um, you know, doing incantations at Black Lives Matter conferences. And you could say, well, what do you Whoa, whoa, hold on a second, A.D. Not everyone is worshiping at the Black Lives Matter rally. And I can say you're right. Not everyone's doing an incantation to the dead the way the Black Lives Matter leaders do. But let me show you some videos of people kneeling before blacks and praying to them. These are mainstream people. People are doing the same exact kind of idolatry, maybe not as hardcore, 
but it's the same kind of idolatry. And so I can show you why it connects. How can Michael Horton show me how someone like me, for example, Christian nationalist, I am a Christian nationalist. How can you show me what I do connected to what the idolatrous Trump supporters supposedly do? That's the thing. And so not only is this making a mountain out of a molehill, it definitely is, but it's also attempting to paint uh, almost everybody that supports Trump with a brush of idolatry. And I don't think you can do that um, in the same way that I would do it, for example, with the vaccine. I mean, if you want the receipts, I can give you the receipts. There's tons of big evil leaders talking about the vaccine as if it's Jesus Christ. In fact, replacing him, uh, replacing the vaccine with the advent and saying, well, just like people rejected Christ, they will reject the vaccine. I was like, are you freaking out of your mind, dude? That's crazy. That's crazy. And so that's one of the scams that they run. They try to make these false equivalencies and, um, and essentially accuse you of what they do all the time. And this is very interesting to, to watch. Another Big Eva scam that I've been, I've been thinking about lately has to do with uh, a video I, I saw about self-help books, and it really put a fine point on something that I've thought for a very long time about self-help books, because self-help books are a business, and so if you, I don't know if you've ever know, known someone who's been like really addicted to self-help, um, but it's very, it's very amazing. It's like they just, they, every time a new book comes out, they got to read it. And it's like, it's like they need to get that next hit. You know what I'm saying? And I've, I've built, I've been around drug people and all that. And so I kind of know what that mentality is like. I've been, um, I wouldn't say I was addicted to cocaine, but I've been in a state where, um, I, you know, was, you know, doing cocaine one night and just that feeling about getting that next hit is just a weird feeling. It's a weird feeling. But anyway, um, but self-help, you know, a lot of people have noticed that it's essentially it's a big scam because it wants you – the whole goal of self-help books, especially people that write a lot of them, is they want you to feel really good. They want you to feel really good and feel like you're progressing, but you never actually progress, and that's by design because if you actually do progress – then you're no longer a customer for self-help books. They want you constantly needing that next thing, constantly needing that next hit. So you feel good. You feel like you're progressing, but you still need them, that kind of thing. I think there's a similar scam going on with Big Eva. I think there's a similar scam going on with Big Eva. They want to be able to write um, racial reconciliation books, for example, forever. They want to milk that cow as long as they possibly can. And so that's why every idea that they have for racial reconciliation actually does the opposite of what it hopes to do. Like you remember uh, 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 last year or a couple years ago when they had that Gospel Coalition Women's Conference and they had the Blacks Only Night Rick Warren just did that uh, recently, a blacks-only worship event at his church. And this was touted as a way for racial reconciliation. It's like, well, how, how in the world does that work, right? Like, how can you tell me that it's for racial reconciliation, yet it's intentionally segregated? Like, if we want to be together as a church, black, yellow, red, white, all that, we need to actually be together. Like, we can't be together separately, it's like the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie where, where, the, where the elf goes, let's be independent together. Like, you can't, that's not how it works, right? Like, it does not, that's not how that works. That's why it was funny. It's a joke. You can't be together apart. So why would you segregate? It's like, well, they have to know that, right? 
like 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 Rick Warren has to know that that's not going to help racial reconciliation. Like ramrodding a black leader into a church when the church thinks that that leader is not qualified has nothing to do with his blackness. They just don't don't think he's teaching the Bible correctly. They think he's a critical race. Whatever it is, ramrodding him in there anyway is not going to help racial reconciliation. They have to know this, right? Reading Ibram Kinde X is not going to help racial reconciliation. Recommending white fragility is not going to help racial reconciliation. Like, that's obviously not going to work. And so why are they pushing it, right? Why is Matt Chandler pushing all of this stuff that is obviously not going to work? I think there's a similar scam going on. I think there's a similar scam going on because if Matt Chandler really believed the nonsense that he said about elevating white leaders, he'd resign and replace himself with a black guy. Same thing with Ed Stetzer. Same thing with all of these guys that are calling for it. They want black leadership over there, not here. The only place they can control, they're not doing it. They're not doing it. They're not yielding space. They're not stepping down. They're not sacrificing themselves. In the only place where they have control, they don't do it. Why? Well, because it's a business. They want you dependent on them for their new racial reconciliation insights that actually never solve the problem. But what do they do, do? They make you feel really good. It makes you feel really good to recommend Jamar's Tisby's book on racial reconciliation, even though all you have to do to know that he's freaking clueless on how to reconcile the races, races is look at his Twitter feed for five seconds. If you look at that, there's racial animus towards white people all day long, and all of his friends and buddies are also, likewise, racial animus towards white people. So you see, this is a scam similar to the self-help scam. They want to make you feel good. They want to make it feel like you're progressing in something, but they don't actually want you to progress because the minute you progress... They can't sell you the next racial reconciliation book. They can't sell you the next podcast or conference or, or whatever it is. They can't. They, you're no longer needed. And so Jamar Tisby has no incentive to, 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 to work himself out of a job. That's why he's baked into his system. Racism never goes away. It only changes form. Of course it does, because if it goes away, he's out of a job. He has to make sure that it's perpetual racism all day long, because otherwise he is out of a job. He has no motivation to actually help the situation, and he has a lot of incentive to actually make things worse. If you are a pastor and you're bringing in these foreign ideas that are obviously not going to work, be honest with yourself. Segregated worship isn't going to help racial reconciliation. Uh, Reading books that are anti-white is not going to help racial reconciliation. It's only going to make animosity and, and, and division grow. And it's not biblical anyway, so what's the difference, right? And so if you're a pastor, don't do those things that are obviously not going to work. Don't buy into the Big Eva scam. What they want is to sell you the next book. They want to be vague about things that are obviously very simple because they want to write books about these things forever. You see, they're not going to come out and say homosexuality is an abomination. There's no side B, side A, nothing. You can't be a homosexual and claim the name of Christ. You're out of the church. The minute they do that, they can't write you the next bestseller that nuances it even further left than the last book. You see, to so many people, to so many conservatives in general, but conservative Christians in particular, being a conservative, being a true conservative is being, you know, a couple years behind the progressives. 
where they can always sell you that next book, that next book that'll be a bestseller to make you feel really good, but never progress you any further. Anyway, just a couple scams I want to talk about, just a couple of scams, and maybe one day I'll uncover the uh, Big Eva Ponzi scheme. I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Allegedly, alleged Ponzi scheme. Anyway, I hope you found this podcast helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network.